Hi, everybody. Was that a very deep ahoy hoy? <laughs> I just laugh because you close your eyes every time, like you're praying, and then you come out with ahoy hoy, and it's very funny. It's true. Like I'm, I'm like, I, I, I have like my prep moment. Like I have my moment before. Your moment is then. It's, 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 that's an actor thing is to think about your moment before, like what happened before you start the play. You know, like what were you doing right before this? Uh-huh. And so, like my moment before is like to come, like <laughs> in my mind. So, like. There at at uh, at work when I do shows in the theater, uh-huh. uh, you have to push through the door to get on onto stage. Like I literally have to push through a door, and so like if you were to see me before I come out, you would see pretty much what you see. Me eyes shut, and my, I, the difference is I have my hands on the door, so I can. You can think this is so dumb, but it's true. This is what I do, so I can feel like the energy uh-huh. before I move into it (laughs) you know having worked backstage at several productions uh you actors have some weird rituals before a show uh so i mean nothing surprises me yeah uh i'm gonna continue this thought but uh i'm robert i'm caitlin (laughs) i'm a season simpsons fan and i'm learning and we are continuing our way through the series this is a season two no 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 season three i just did that a moment ago when i was putting up uh, making our google doc for this (laughs) season three episode four bart the murderer yes yeah so um you know when i was in high school what my ritual was have I ever told you this? I don't think so. I would sing through the entirety of a whole new world. <laughs> <laughs> a okay. whole new world. That, okay, that tracks. Uh, I don't think I knew that, but that's uh, okay. It just so happens that that Chalk song... Chalk it up to another weird actor ritual. Yeah, I'm a baritone, right? So like that song fits perfectly in my, my range. range. And uh, it's just an easy song to sing. And it was a good warm-up. And I started doing it. And then people started joining me. But not it's all coming back to me now. <laughs> no, that's too... That, that went nice with <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. okay. Thank you. Sorry, headphone <laughs> users. Oh, my God. All right. If, we're, if we sound a little draggy today, it's because we had a very stressful day yesterday. Oh, it was... Oh, so we we bought a new car. We are we are proud parents of a new vehicle. Yeah, and mm. we thought we were going to be at the dealership for like mm, an hour tops. Yeah, I seriously. And we were there for th- almost well three. We were there for three it hours. Was a little more than three hours. Yeah, yeah we got like three and a half oh, hours. Man, it was horrible. What a drag. Yeah, and like the whole thing, like so, like I was going to make a down payment on the car, but I couldn't find my checkbook. Like I it told was, him, it was just a, a series of glitches. The car's fine, knock on wood. Yeah, and it's but, a beautiful uh, thing. Uh, like, there was glitches on our end. There was glitches on their end. It took forever. Uh, we were starving. Yes. And then we went to see my parents, which yes. is also kind of stressful because my dad's very sick right now. So it was it was just all in all a very long, <laughs> long day. So we're I think we're both feeling it today. Oh, man. Like, my whole body, y'all. Yeah. Like, I was in the... I was sitting in that dealership, and I was like... I was being an I was being actor Robert. I was like, my shoulders are tense. Breathe, <laughs> release your shoulders. There you go. Yeah. You can feel them release. It was, like, it was it was a process. I mean, the car buying process sucks anyway. Yeah, but this was like. A, Add a I, layer to like, it. I mean, like, not I, to mention we've been waiting for those cars since like mm, July, yeah, June. Yeah, it's been in. And uh, at, at the end of the day, like, this is not like the car that we wanted to get. It is very, very close. It's just, yeah. What I mean by it's that a is, tr- it's, it's a trim level down than what we wanted. Yeah, and that's okay. Like, I think because this it's is, 
cheaper. <laughs> yeah, it's it's cheaper, and it more or less gives us everything that we wanted anyway, yeah. uh, except for my ventilated seats. I know. <laughs> That's it's what okay. I'm really lamenting. Okay, okay, bouge, bougie. <laughs> no. Hey, listen, my body hurts. I need heat and air. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. All right, so shall we continue with this episode? Yeah, let's do it. So okay. we are, again, uh, season three, episode four, Bart the Murderer. Caitlin's going to kick us off with some specs. Yes, uh, this episode is production code 8F03, which plays into the show. In the actual episode. I don't know if you noticed. Uh, oh, yes. And I meant to say just a moment ago that our string of bad luck yesterday plays in this episode very well as well. Oh, yes, it does. <laughs> it does. Uh, it was written by John Schwartzwelder, OG. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and directed by Rich Moore, also OG. Originally aired October 10th, 1991. Nice. Yep. Um, I have the synopsis here from the Simpsons Wiki. Okay. I will read it now. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, if you uh, if you would like to check out the Simpsons Wiki, I encourage you to do so. You can do so at simpsons.fandom.com. There will also be a link in the description. It is an excellent resource as we use it constantly. That's right. Let's hope that this is correct. <laughs> uh, after suffering from bad luck, Bart accidentally stumbles into the legitimate businessman's social club, a mobster front. He becomes the, their bartender, but when he shows up late at work and blames Principal Skinner, Fat Tony then goes to confront Skinner. The next day, when Bart comes to school, he discovers that Skinner is missing. Dun dun dun! Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm just going to say up front, I liked this episode. This a was lot. a good episode. This I liked very it too. <laughs> I liked it too. It was there were like multiple like laugh out loud moments Definitely. for both of us I think yes and I, I well I knew that you were gonna like this episode once we uh, before you said it um because this is the sort of like Simpsons detached from reality uh sort of thing that you like yeah uh, this yeah. is not like a commentary is, so I, I mean not to like <laughs> not to blow my wad early <laughs> But uh, this episode is like an earlier version of Bart After Dark. Oh, yeah. You think? I think so. Yeah, I mean, without, yeah. The, without the musical number. But, you, you know. You mean it, the, the synchronized swimming? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, I'm no, sorry. That's, no, no, that's, no, no, that's, that's Bart of Darkness. Excuse no, me. My bad. I'm talking about Belle yeah, and yeah, all yeah, that yeah. jazz. Yeah, so. You know, uh, I was thinking about this the other day. We are always, con- whenever we start talking about like our favorite favorites, like it's always like Bart After Dark, Bart, um. Uh, Bard of Darkness, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. We never mention Cape Fear. <laughs> no, we and, don't. And, and But I love Cape Fear. So here's the thing. My favorite episodes are the ones we watch over and over again, which yeah. tend to be those. And we uh-huh. hadn't really watched Cape Fear a lot. Yeah. And I would agree that Cape Fear ranks pretty high up there. That's, I mean, yeah, that is a yeah. banger And banger. I'm sure, like, um, we watched, I don't know... Oh, What's the um, Mindy episode called? That is... The Last Temptation of Homer? Ah, uh, yeah. Something like that? Yeah, I always just call it the Mindy episode. <laughs> well, we watched that the other night for the first time in a while, and that's a banger episode. Yeah, that is a banger episode. <laughs> Pun not intended. Uh, Man, so- I'm excited for us to get to that episode because there's that whole fan theory about Homer actually actually committing adultery with yeah. her and like like framing it in his own mind that it's yeah. Marge instead. It's there, I mean, there's like there's real... like. This is a cartoon, I know. But like there's real evidence in yeah. fandom that he just fabricated that bit with Marge. It's crazy. I I can buy that. But um, you know, that's a really good episode. And it's <laughs> oh, not yeah, one, that was your point. The <laughs> thing is, yeah. The thing is is like we don't 
we don't watch it over and over again. So therefore I'm less familiar with it. Therefore yeah. I don't think to go to it yeah. when I, when I am the one selecting what we're going to watch. Right. And, Cause and just, I have like my rotation of like maybe five or six episodes that I will go to. Bart on the road, Bart on the road, Bart on the road. <laughs> no, I would say it's like Bart on the road, Bart after dark, uh-huh. monorail, uh-huh. um, Barbershop Quartet. Barbershop Quartet. And then that leads into Cape yeah. Fear because they're back to back. Yes, it does. Um, Sorry, I'm going to adjust my mic very okay. quickly here. Yeah. So, you know, I feel like I'm missing out because I just don't know those other episodes. I don't know to go to them. Yeah. To be like, oh, this is really good. Yeah, I I get that, you know, uh, and it's tr- it's true. And that's part of the reason why we're doing this, right, is yeah. because, like, we just watch the same ones yeah, They're, those that's our comfort food. Every now and then right. you'll you'll pull out like the other night when you pulled out Min, the Mindy episode. Yeah, uh, like every now you'll pull out one that's like different. You know what that looks like? This looks like Robert's endless scrolling on <laughs> on the TV. Like there's nothing, nothing, nothing on. Yeah, and so then, then I endlessly you scroll just go on to the Simpsons. you go to the Simpsons. <laughs> well, we were talking earlier too. We didn't watch any Simpsons this week. This is outside you, of the this podcast. Is, this is how you can tell we've been feeling like busy and just yeah. like overwhelmed with everything going on right now this week we did not watch from the last episode we have not watched any simpsons we did not we record that is these, unusual we record these backwards so we watch the episode and we record the uh the main episode which airs on wednesday of course and then after we record the mm-hmm. short if we're doing a short that week uh so since the last time we since the last short the aquarium uh-huh. We have we not watched, watched any, which is very unusual for yeah, us. Yeah, it is. So, well, college football came back. I think that kind that's of that's true. That filled Hot a lot dog. of the go dogs, man. Uh, oh boy, Caitlin is here for it. I don't care. She, <laughs> y'all, like I don't know what this is. I don't I know ca- what this is. I care because I have to because of you. <laughs> she cares because my mood is going to be exactly. dictated for the next four months by a bunch of kids playing a exactly. game. Exactly. <laughs> Robert's yelling at a bunch of teenagers on the screen. <laughs> And they play a very big role in <laughs> in his general mood. Uh, if you've lo- if you've been listening to this podcast, you already know that. And like this morning, I was talking about the interception during the national championship. He game. started crying again. <laughs> He's about to do it again. Oh no! I- <laughs> oh my god! It's true. Whatever I think about that moment, oh, oh I lose it. And oh. guess what? Kirby and they're all back yeah. except for. The people that left, That's but right. they're all back. The, the entire Georgia they're defense. Gonna, they're gonna give you. I told. I told him this morning. I said, I hope they are just phenomenally good this year, uh-huh. or really shitty, because <laughs> if there is no playoffs. That's great. Then, like we we can have normal lives through January. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so, anyway. Actually, yeah, because like you know. Last year, uh, for the national championship game, I may have said this on here, one of our friends uh, sent me a message and was like, hey, are y'all having people over for the national championship game? Fuck no, uh, was, we're and not. I was, like, I was like, no, you don't want to be here he w- if they win or if they lose. He was there, I- and he was there when they went when they won a couple years ago, yeah. the SEC no, the, the, the first, the, round, the first of round of playoffs. Yeah, the, the Rose Bowl, and, yeah. And that was a high stress game. So <laughs> I lean on the couch. He, it's like it's, I stand behind the couch and lean. And during the, during the national championship game, I didn't sit down the whole first quarter. Y'all. And Caitlin was like, this man. <laughs> and by the end, this man was sobbing. Like, 
There were there was gnashing of teeth. <laughs> <laughs> it was a wild time. So like I don't get mad and throw stuff. Like I don't do that. Like I don't punch TVs or anything like that. I'm not that. He wild. just gets sullen and I angry. Just, I just get mad about it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, with that said, let's get mad about murders. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, credits. Did you have anything? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, so sorry, I'm, I'm putting my watch on silent because it was dinging. Um, I, yes, I do because in the credits uh, there is a chalkboard gag that just did not age very well. No, it did uh, not. The chalkboard gag is high explosives in school don't mix. Ooh, yeah, yeah. no, no, how, they don't. How could you know in 1991 that we would be in the position that we are right I now? Know. I mean, I guess you, as an armchair quarterback, uh, to use the phrase. Or, or an 18th century phrase. One of my favorites is armchair general. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, like you could say, oh, well, this was definitely this and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But anyways, that's not their fault. Yeah. Uh, there is something that is their fault in this episode, but yeah, we'll get to that is. when we get there. Um, yeah, they were. Uh, it was short credits, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but anyway, other than that, nothing terribly yeah, unusual. They uh, came into a human pyramid at the couch. Yep. Have you ever done a human pyramid before? Nope. Well, maybe like as when a, you were kid. a kid. Yeah. yeah. There is a picture of me uh, in a human pyramid uh, oh. from when I was in high school. When we went to my uh, acting two is basically what it was. They were co- we were called the company players. Oh, and we were very cool. Wow. I still have a bag. Is with that, that when you logo. did Annie? No, that was oh. in that was in sixth grade. Oh, okay. I was in Annie. Okay. Uh, but no, that was when I was in Godspell. I was oh. Jesus in Godspell. Okay. So good for you. I, 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 well, I went to a Christian school, y'all. Right. Obviously, we did Godspell. They did Godspell when I was in college. You know, when we were reading plays in my uh, acting two, they redacted uh, a lot of like we read Waiting for Gatto. Uh huh. Um. And they talk about suicide in Waiting for Gatto, and they redacted that kind of oh stuff in the play. Uh. Um, but our teacher, who was great, uh, she, what she said was, they can try and block this stuff out, but if you go in and you do theater in college, you're going to read these plays. Yeah. So you should be familiar with them. Mm-hmm. And she was right. Yep. Uh, I guess it also helped that I went to the same theater school that she went to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyways, uh, no, these are very common plays, like waiting, like waiting for Gatto and you know David Mamet and you know all those huge right. names. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, uh, we got through the credits here. Yep. And yep. we open in um, Bart's bedroom. We open up with a great sequence. Yes. Of Bart's uh, the really s- awful luck. The sun is shining. It's a wonderful day. His crusty alarm clock's going off. Yeah. He throws the covers off and he says, "Good morning, world." And he's I just, like, I just realized my book is over there. I'm gonna grab it. Okay, uh, he is super jazzed uh, for some reason because I don't know about you, but I don't wake up like that. Uh, so <laughs> no. he he gets out of bed. He gets up out of bed and he steps on a Stegosaurus toy and it hurts, but that doesn't dampen his mood. Here comes Robert hobbling over. We are both like destroyed. Oh God! Like <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> my- Yo, I, I don't know what I did, but my left foot, my left ankle hurts like hell. And then I went over this morning because there has been zero rain where we've been living for the, where we live for the past, like, Two, month. Well, yeah, I month. mean, it's really been a long time. It's because we, we set up a rain barrel. Exactly. That's why. That's, that's luck right there. Yep. Uh, and anyways, um, uh, so I had to go to the store this morning and buy some distilled water for our carnivorous plants because they can't have municipal water. 
And when I was putting it in the garage, I banged my other ankle, like straight ankle, onto a, a metal chair leg so hard. So both of my feet are so just absolutely fucked. What you're, <laughs> what you're saying is not unlike Bart in this episode. Who steps right on a stegosaurus. <laughs> he steps on a yep. stegosaurus. He says, ow, ow. He like limps out. He makes his way down to the kitchen. Lisa is sitting at the <laughs> Lisa is sitting at the the breakfast table. Such a good eating. gag. Yeah. Such a good gag. Her the cereal she is eating is called Jackie O's. You get a free <laughs> pair of stretch pants in yes. every box, which is very funny. I didn't know that she was famous for wearing stretch pants. I think in her later years that okay. was a thing. Um, Jackie O's. Because she didn't die until like 94, I think. So she, this was, oh. she was still a relevant cultural figure. That was the at year that point. Nixon died, I think, too. 94 or 92. I remember when he died as well. Oh, I don't remember. But I didn't really like come from a family that paid attention to that kind <clears throat> of stuff. Like, I, Jackie Kennedy died May 19th, 1994. Oh, okay. Now, did Richard Nixon die on April 22nd? Am I remembering this correctly? Wow. April 22nd, 1994. So they <laughs> they died within weeks of each other. I why, am impressed. <laughs> why I remember that, I have no idea. Except it's Earth Day. Which... <laughs> How could you not remember I know, that? I know. Uh, t- top tier. Uh, top yeah. tier. <laughs> yeah. So. So, okay. So uh, Bart is coming. He's come downstairs. Uh, Lisa has this hilarious box of Jackie O's, which I'm definitely putting onto the uh, Instagram. Insta, yeah. And anyway, uh, Lisa says, what are you so happy about? Uh, Bart says, hey, why shouldn't I be happy? It's a beautiful day. My homework is done. I got my mojo working. That's why I woke up feeling good. Uh, <laughs> uh, He's like climbing on the counter, too, at this he point. He definitely is. It's very funny. And, um, and we're going on a field trip this afternoon. I don't. I guess I was writing down about the Jackie O's when he said this because I didn't catch any of this. Oh. I should also point out, I guess, that I have seen this episode before, uh-huh. but... It's been so long that there were still like a lot of surprises in here okay. for me. So That's this good. was almost like it was almost like watching the episode for the first time. Yeah. Because uh, I didn't remember what happened to Skinner until I saw the stack. Right. And okay. Anyway, we'll get to that. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, so, are you watching along? How are you watching this while we're making commentary? Did you just hit pause. <laughs> so I I once wa- listened to a Frasier podcast. I guess I I shouldn't laugh. I I mean, look what are we doing? I did not listen to like more than one episode because I just couldn't. Uh I was like, this is too much for me. Um, But they watched the show as they were commentating. So it was essentially like a commentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So anyway. There are watch-along podcasts for The Simpsons. Actually, I think there is one called The Simpsons Watch-Along Podcast. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that's kind of what we're doing, but not really. Uh Uh, So Bart... While he's talking to Lisa, it's like rifling through the cupboard yep. looking for cereal. He is jazzed because the, um, what's the cereal? It's crusty something. Um, crusty flakes. What is that? I can't read it. Oh, I don't know. <clears throat> anyway, he's excited because the box of cereal he decides he wants to eat has a glow-in-the-dark police badge in it. Chocolate Frosted Frosty Crusty Flakes. Oh, that's, of course. <laughs> Chocolate Rolls off the tongue. Frosty Chuck Crusty Flakes. Dang, yeah. that's rough. <laughs> yeah. So um, <clears throat> he opens up the box of cereal, and he discovers that the police badge... The prize is gone. ...is not in the box. I This, this is, a, this is a, a trope that will be used a couple of times uh, in the series. The, the, the prize in the box. Yeah. Um, one in particular I'm thinking about. The Jagged Metal Crustio. 
Oh. Do you know about that? I don't think so. Oh. Um, Yeah. So, (laughs) like, this is... I wish cereal still came with prizes, but it doesn't. No. <laughs> You're surprised with diabetes. Yeah. Oh, oops, all diabetes. Oops, all diabetes. Um, so, so Bart discovers that the badge is not in the box. He accuses Lisa of stealing it. She says that nobody wants your stupid police badge, yeah. Bart. And then enter Homer. Here he comes. You, uh, you knew that was coming. Yep. Calling all cars. Come out with your hands up. He's in and... We discover that Homer has the badge. Yeah, on his shirt, like he's getting ready to go to work, and he's got it on. He's 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 not popular enough to be different and wear a pink shirt, but I guess he he's can wear a child's wear police badge yeah. to work. Whatever. So yeah, Bart says, "Hey, that's my badge," and then he goes, uh, "He goes, that's my badge, Homer," and Homer goes, "That's Officer Homer." Yeah, yeah. So, so. Bart's having a rotten morning, but it's not going to get any better. I'm sorry to say, he. Goes yeah. upstairs, he's uh, mumbling to himself about Homer, and then he comes across Santa's little helper who has eaten his, actually eaten his homework. Yeah, and um, he goes, I didn't know dogs actually did that. Uh-huh. So, and then the, you hear a horn honking, and the bus is outside, so he hauls ass downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> and this is when we learn Otto's a bit of a dick, although we don't see Otto. It's got to be Otto. Who else is going to be, uh, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Springsfield's single bus driver. That's right. The only bus driver <laughs> in the entirety of the city. Yeah. So Bart's like sprinting towards the bus. The yep. door's closed. Yep. He's like, hey, let me in. And no no dice. Bus drives away. Yeah, he, he does. Like, like in his face, you know. Yeah. Uh, totally. Like, I mean, clearly the bus driver... Unless it's like a substitute, yeah, knows that Bart and Lisa get on the bus at the Simpsons house, yeah, it, it, it yeah. It, I, I, anyway, it's yeah. a plot device. It was, but super dick move though. Yeah, dick move. <laughs> so, anyways, Bart uh, decide. Well, he's gonna have to get to school somehow, so he's gonna go uh, buy a skateboard. And he, as soon as he, as soon as the bus pulls away, it starts to rain. Yeah, the clouds like they just form, they form. Yep. Immediately starts to rain. He, he gets to school on a skateboard, walks in the door, and then the clouds part, and there's a rainbow. Yep. <laughs> and then he goes into the classroom. Mrs. Krabappel tells him that he's late. He has to go get a tardy slip. Uh, there's something important here. Oh. Uh, before we go into the classroom, when when the rainbow comes out and the clouds uh-huh. part, Bart says. Doe. Oh, he does. Yeah. Yeah. He has an annoyed grunt. Yeah. I I think I missed that, but you're right. Um so he <laughs> he realizes he's 40 minutes late. He because mm-hmm. he doesn't want to go get a tardy slip and he's like, Yeah, that's pretty late. So Is he this, goes outside. Uh, <laughs> I wonder goes to get a tardy if slip. This device came from a book that was popular around this time. So nineteen ninety one, I'd have been in first grade, which should be about the time that I read this book for the mm-hmm. first time. Alexander and the, the terrible, whole, the horrible, no, yeah. no good, very bad day. Yeah, probably. So I don't know. Um, I wonder if that book's still in print. I'll find out. <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm sure it probably. Like, that's a classic. Yeah. Sort of like Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, right? Yep. 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 That's what the yeah. dogs think when we, <laughs> we throw food to them. <laughs> that's right. Um, so. Y'all, this dog is asleep over here. And his paw is up, and he's waving his little hand around. <laughs> it's very he's, cute. He's having a dream. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, yes, he's got to go uh, fill out the tardy slip. Yeah. He's like, "Hey, I'm only five minutes. Did we say all this already?" I did. You did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Essentially, yeah. He's like, "I'm not that late," but then he's like, "Oh yeah." Oh yeah. I'm I guess late. I am. <laughs> and so, uh, then we cut to the playground, mm-hmm. and uh, he's 
Bart's like hanging from the monkey bars and he's like, hey girls, look at me. And then he turns over and his pants rip <laughs> and then he gets hit by a, a ball, ball falls, falls down. down. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty bad for Bart today. But hey, maybe things are going to look up because they're back in the classroom. Mrs. Krabappel says it's nearly one o'clock. You know what that means? It's time for our field trip. And Bart is sitting there with a big smile on his face. He's so excited. They're going to the chocolate factory. He's got a like, black eye situation <laughs> going ball. on. Yeah. So and then Mrs. Krabappel says, I trust that you all remember to bring your permission slips. And then... Cut to Bart's bed. Permission slip on the bed. On the bed. Yep. I was terrible about getting stuff signed. Really? Yeah. Oh, God. I was really bad about it. Um, so I this guess, one. I guess remarkable for me because I'm really terrible in, in adult Robert is terrible, terrible about like answering emails or remembering to text back. Or finding I, your checkbook. Finding my checkbook. <laughs> now, I cannot tell you the last time I wrote a check. Yeah. I have no idea. I think I might know where it could be. Like, I, I, I yeah, like. I, I well, I mean, we looked in all the places where. Yeah, I think it's in a box in the garage. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Well, either way, we haven't used it, and I haven't used my checks uh, since we moved. Yeah, and I think that that's probably where they are. Anyway, so that's that's our problem, not your problem. <laughs> hey, help um, us find our checkbooks. <laughs> yeah. So Bart screams, and he's very upset. Obviously, that he cannot. All the kids are getting up the, to leave, and go he can't on the go. Field trip. Yep. So the kids are getting onto the bus. Lisa, you know, is uh, Lisa uh, comes on and says, "I'm going to eat eight pieces of chocolate." Ralph comes on and says, "I'm going to eat chocolate till I barf." Yeah, he didn't sound like Ralph. No, he sounded very Nelsony there. A little bit, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and so all the kids are getting on the bus, and Bart's still inside the school in Skinner's office. Very, very much Bart of Darkness here with him looking out the window, yeah, watching all the kids have fun. But he's not isolated and weird in this point. At this point, <laughs> not yet. No, no, not yet. That's uh-huh. coming. Um, so Skinner's like reassuring him. He's like, we'll find something fun for you to do. And <laughs> we realize that, uh, there's very much Skinner fun. Skinner's version of fun activity. He, uh, <laughs> has a lot of unsealed envelopes for the PTA that he needs to be sealed. Yep. So that is what, uh, Bart's going to do. Um, and Bart says, you, uh, you're making me lick envelopes and, Skinner says, oh, licking envelopes can be fun. All you have to do is make a game of it. Uh-huh. What kind of game? Um, well, for example, you <laughs> you can see how many envelopes you can lick in an hour and then try to break the record. Uh, there's a good callback to this later. In this episode? Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. So anyways, uh, this is not a fun game. Obviously, it's not a fun game, but Bart's licking envelopes. That's yep. what he's doing. Man, I used to help my mom at when she was a teacher. So I used to help her at her classroom. Uh-huh. And there, yeah, there was just some stuff that like, really sucked. Yeah. Um, and then I would also help other teachers in the school if they needed help too. And it was uh, a lot of cutting out of things. Oh yeah, yeah, I bet. Yeah, of like, but but it's very satisfying when something is laminated and you can just slide slice, the scissors. Yeah, slice. Yeah. So anyway, that this some people me hate of that. that word slice. Really? Yeah, I have a friend, uh, a friend who you know, um, who hates that word. Oh. So that friend does not listen to this podcast, I don't think. Okay. But, uh, but yes, yeah, she hates that word. <laughs> oh. Anyway, I don't. I I don't know. That word makes me think about my older brother had oh a book. Hey, <laughs> that's rude. Listen listen up, children, while I tell you a tale. <laughs> yeah, that makes me think about my, when I was young, during the OJ trial, my older brother bought 
a uh, a fake like a, a comic book, a comedy or not a comic book, but a comedy book called Lo- OJ's Legal Pad. Oh boy! And it was just a bunch of drawings that were like that referenced the trial and all that. And I remember that one of the reasons, uh, so like what he would do is like, or you would look at it and it was, it was as if OJ had written all these down, and like it was notes to his defense team uh-huh. and all that. And um, anyways, he was like, reasons I couldn't have done it. And one of them was, as a golfer, I hate to slice. Ha, ha, ha. Oh. <laughs> hey How clever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Uh, so then we see the buses all pulling up outside the chocolate factory. Kids are pouring which, in. There's multiple buses. So what does that mean? Who's driving those buses? Oh my God. It must be the children. It must be. <laughs> it has to be. Um, so they're all coming into the, the factory and Milhouse like stops in his tracks at the door when he sees the little mascot. Yep. And he's like, oh my God, it's Coco Beanie himself. Uh-huh. And it's like this dude dressed as a as a cocoa bean. <laughs> he kind of looked like a big yeah. poop to me, but <laughs> you know. Yeah, we yeah, we we call them cocoa beans now. Um they uh in the in 18th century they called them cocoa nuts. <laughs> oh. Uh-huh. Wow. Why since when are you so exacerbated by my tangents? <laughs> you just keep you keep going on these tangents. It's fine. <laughs> um Hey, you know why we have such a large listener base? Those tangents. Uh-huh. I'm sure. So I'm sure that all 14 of you are loving it. <laughs> uh-huh. So, uh, Janie and Lisa are there. Yep. Lisa, so th- Lisa says, you know, I think this is something Bart really would have enjoyed, but it's the only way he'll learn. Yeah. So as the kids come in, they then pile into a little theater. They're going to have to watch a video about the making of chocolate. And, uh, it's the off fudge chocolate factory. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, and we see Troy McClure. Mm-hmm. So we haven't seen him before, have we? Yeah, we have. We have? Yeah, he's been in a couple times. Oh. Yeah, I, I can't we... remember the first one we saw him in. But oh, I thought that we hadn't seen him no, yet. No, we've definitely seen Troy McClure. I don't know. That's sad for me. No, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I don't have a tangential story about that. Okay. We'll be so happy. What did they think know... of Troy McClure <laughs> in the 18th century, Robert? Uh, I'll tell you. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyways, uh, you may remember him from such films as The Revenge of Abe Lincoln and The Wackiest Covered Wagon in the West. Didn't they make a movie about that with John Candy? <laughs> Wagons East is the movie I'm referencing. He died during the making of it. I don't know because you told me to shut up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, and then we get... Oh, boy. Here we, uh, Here we, we go. get pretty racist. So it has been noted on the podcast before that the Simpsons, uh, as progressive as they tend to be with various things absolutely are not in their portrayal of native people and i understand that what they're doing here is they're trying to show this like show that this is an aged video right Uh, but like we got a full-on like chief wahoo situation and that's yeah and they that is uh the the wiki says that that is kind of essentially what this is supposed to be Chief Wahoo. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, it looks exactly like yeah, him. Yeah, it does. And so we're talking I, about the former Cleveland um, Indians mascot. Yes. Now the Guardians. Yes. Um, anyways, so uh, yes, that happened. Um, that certainly did not. Uh, it, so basically, they're talking about the origins of chocolate. Yeah, and, the, and it makes the claim that the uh, that the natives wrapped it in tobacco and then smoked the chocolate. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, so, anyway, uh, we cut back to 
Bart, who is in Skinner's office, he's been licking envelopes for presumably a long, long time. And his tongue is fucked up. But then he looks at the <laughs> clock, and remember, it was almost one o'clock when they went to the factory. Uh-huh. It is now one thirty-five. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he looks at the clock, and the second hand just stays in the same place forever. Yep. And then it ticks up, ticks up again, and then it ticks backwards. That's right, yeah. <laughs> So uh, Bart is bombed. Yeah, uh, that was a that clock gag was great. Uh, yes, uh, that two, was funny. Twofold. First of all, it had only been thirty five minutes, and second of all, the the, the it's fighting the, against the passage him. of time is yeah. uh, not <laughs> going great. So, and then uh, we're back at the factory. The kids uh, presumably have been consuming a lot of sugar and are going absolutely shit nuts. Yep, they're, um, they're running amok in the factory. These kids very clearly have never watched Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, they're like swimming in the tanks. Come uh, on, Augustus, get out of the tank. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're, I, I didn't see Uter. I don't think I saw Uter. In. Uh, I don't think we've seen Uter at all, but Wendell is one of the kids in the tank. Oh, he's going to throw up in the tank. Yeah, <laughs> but they're all leaning over. Millhouse loses his glasses. A bunch of other kids keep dropping stuff. Yep. The guy that like let them in, he's like, kids, please play sanitary. Uh-huh. One, uh, one kid is mm, kicking Coco Beanie, yeah. who is on the ground. Yeah, and then um, we cut back to Skinner's office, and it's almost t- 3 o'clock. Yep. And Bart cannot speak. <laughs> and can, he asks Skinner, can I go now? But Can, he's, I, can I go now? Yeah. Uh-huh. And he ends up having to write it down uh, with his left hand. Um, Correct. Yeah. yeah and... Yeah. Uh, Shows it to Skinner. Um, so uh, there was an almost oops I fucked up from last week. Speaking of left handedness, uh-huh. um, the uh, at one point, uh, just to say, uh, when Ned stamps the first lady's parking, he does so with his left hand. Okay, but, but then, then he, with he the stamp ticket guys. man, he stamps with his right hand. Yeah, yeah. Um, I. I mentioned last week, I wonder if Bart's left-handedness is a product of the animation process. Uh I read somewhere, I can't remember where, that Matt Groening is left-handed, and therefore that was an intentional thing. Well, especially with like writing words on the page and all that that would not reflect, you know, by way of, you know, turning the cells around, Uh uh, I I imagine that by now it certainly is intentional. It's an intentional thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Uh, moving on, he hands the note to Skinner. Skinner says, "Well, there's still a minute to go, but why not? Don't let your teach, don't tell your teacher. I let you go home early." Uh, this and so, is, this is the equivalent of the guy who gives you like fifty cents as a tip. Yeah, right, don't spend it all in one place. <laughs> okay, I guess I'll buy a gumball. Yeah, <laughs> or play one round of Pac-Man. <laughs> yeah. So then Bart leaves the school. It immediately starts raining on him. Oh yeah. He's he gets on his skateboard. Yeah, he's and the wheel day. comes off, and yeah, and he yeah, the axle breaks or what? Yeah, the wheel comes yeah, off. Yeah, the wheel comes off of his skateboard. He ends up tumbling down a set of stairs. Mm-hmm. Um, and he lands in front of the legitimate businessman's social club. Yep. <laughs> yes. And so he, you know, he's laying there and he says, you know, he's looking up at the sky, what next? And then we see guns. Yep. All po- cocked and pointed at him. Uh-huh. And then we cut to the inside. Yep. I mean, at this point, he's pretty defeated. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh. Um, he's like, what's next? And that's when you see the guns. Um... So they take him inside, and this is when we meet three we characters. Meet, yep, we meet Louie and Legs. And Fat and Tony. And Fat Tony. Mm-hmm. We don't meet 
my favorite mobster, who is Johnny Tightlips. No. No Johnny Tightlips yet. I ain't seen nothing. No. Um, so. But anyways, yeah. So we're, we're inside the, the social club. Yeah. The, the, the um, goonies are. Or the goons. Not the goonies. <laughs> the goons are. Shuffle, shuffle. <laughs> the goons are wondering. They say, what's with the kid? And uh-huh. then Bart is basically back talking to them. Yeah. And they're like, hey. What do you know? The kid's tough. He's got spunk. Mm-hmm. And um, Fat Tony tells him to pick a race or to pick a horse in a race. Yeah. Um, pick a horse. Shelbyville Downs, the third race, and mm-hmm. make it a good one. Yep. Bart responds in a very Bart way. He says, eat my shorts, mm-hmm. which does kind of sound like a horse name. Uh-huh. So uh, he says, all right, well, let's see here. Hey, wait a minute. Eat my shorts is in the fifth race. Yeah. And so he says i said the third race and bart says don't have a cow and uh don't have a cow is in the third race yep so So they they place a bet on don't have a cow yep so at any rate uh they then uh turn on the race for them to listen to turns out don't have a cow wins the race bart Mm -hmm. is lucky yeah they they also give him a tour quote unquote tour yes uh they have a bar they have a slot machine and a cards table in uh-huh. this club it's yeah sort of a one room operation here yeah so um hold on <laughs> sorry <laughs> I, I lost my spot so they are in the room and uh uh they they listen to the race they're, they're yeah. in the race and uh so he says, well, uh, I, you know, Fat Tony says, I, I like this kid. I can't believe we were going to shoot him. Shoot him. Can mm-hmm. you not shoot him? That would be different. That's shoot different, him. Very different. Uh, yeah. And he says, uh, can you mix drinks? I don't know. Uh, well, uh, so they see if Bart can make a Manhattan for them. Uh-huh. And let me tell you something here. Well, he's, he, first he resists, but then the guns come back in, in mm-hmm. frame. And he's like, well, okay. So fortunately for him, he goes over to the bar and there There's are, a bunch of recipes on the wall. Yeah. And so he makes a Manhattan, and I'm going to tell you, this was the most unrealistic thing in the whole episode. Not that Bart made the Manhattan, but that somebody made a Manhattan, and another person tasted the Manhattan and liked the Manhattan. You don't like Manhattans? I, no. I'm, what I'm saying is that I have never met someone who has ordered a Manhattan and said, this is a good Manhattan. Oh, okay. <laughs> People who order Manhattans are just, I am convinced they are ordering them for the express purpose of talking about how it's not a good Manhattan. Oh, okay. Uh, that's not something I've ever experienced, but <laughs> I guess you know best. <laughs> uh, but and it does set us up for one. For... But So that elevates Bart even more yes, in the eyes does. of gangsters. Yes, yes, this is a plot device. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, uh, they... Uh, uh, who drinks it? Uh, anyways, Legs. Legs drinks it, and he says, Supoib, yeah. which will be a running gag mm-hmm. in the uh, in the episode. Yep. Uh, so Bart ends up going home. It's very late. Uh-huh. Caitlin and, is yawning while sorry. she's talking. <laughs> um, Marge is asking Bart. She's like, you got a job doing what? And he's like, I don't know, mixing drinks, picking horses, cutting cigars, you know, a job. Mm-hmm. And um, Marge is concerned. Uh, yes, she is. And so she tries to get Homer in to help here. Yeah. And she says, and you know, your father and I don't want you doing that. Homer, say something. Homer's response is, how much does it pay? And he says, 30 bucks a week. To which Homer responds, I, I make more than that. I make more, <laughs> I, I make more than that. <laughs> yeah. So then we cut back to the uh, 
legitimate businessman's club. Uh-huh. And Bart is serving drinks and they're playing poker. Everybody has four like, or five aces yeah, in their hands. Yeah, and um Mar we come back to the Simpsons house and Marge is doing laundry and she finds a wad of cash in Bart's yeah, shorts. A, a, a wad of hundred dollar bills. Yeah. And um he's like, Hey, I was looking for those. Thanks, doll. And you know, he's slowly becoming a little gangster. Yep, little mobster. <laughs> yep. Then we're back in the social club. They are watching what was a really pretty funny Itchy and Scratchy. <laughs> Caitlin hated it. Uh, the Itchy and Scratchy is uh, is a interpretation of the St. Valentine's Day Massacre, where Itchy is uh, shooting all the cats up against the wall. And after he shoots them, I would have honestly liked to have seen a little a little bit longer uh, Tommy gun gunfire here okay. <laughs> to really stretch out the gag a little but, bit. Yeah. Then he like writes the end in bullet holes uh-huh. and at the end, Scratchy steps into the screen and the D yes, goes he on Scratchy. shot through and he falls down and the D behind him is left bloody. It's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> so um, they're all laughing. And yeah. And Fat Tony says it's funny because it's true. Mm-hmm, but then, Oh, look who comes walking in. Chief Wiggum. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, uh, Wiggum is walking in. <laughs> Are you all right over there? Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, Wiggum walks in, and he uh, he is there to uh, to bust them for uh, something that has happened. So, a cigarette truck has gone missing, got mm-hmm. hijacked mm-hmm. on Route 401. Um, this is how you can tell, I think, that this is not a, in California, because they did not say the 401. The 401. Yeah. But uh, at any rate, they um, uh, they go back and forth a little bit. Uh, by uh, Miss <laughs> Fat Tony says, uh, "You wouldn't." Well, excuse me, sorry y'all. I'm a little bit jumbled. Uh, Wiggum says, "You wouldn't know anything about the truck." And then Fat Tony says, "What's a truck?" Yeah. Wiggum responds with, "Don't play dumb with me." Uh, so and then Fat Tony's like, "Hey, you need to relax. You're you're very tense." Mm-hmm. Um, and then he he turns the conversation he says the boy here makes an excellent manhattan mm-hmm. and so um that wiggum's not buying it he says i'm still gonna put you away well he drinks it and he t- he tastes it and says uh, he approves of the manhattan and uh-huh. then he says well i'm still gonna put you away you know right uh and then we cut back into the simpson household <laughs> homer is walking down the hallway past bart's room did we say it was a cigarette truck yeah okay and uh, so, anyways, where did the cigarette truck go? Well, Bart's room is now absolutely stuffed Chock full. full of Laramie 100. Yes, and sort of, sort of looks like, <laughs> sort of looks like Costco in there. A little okay. bit, a little bit. Uh, and and or Homer, what could have been my mama's closet? <laughs> <laughs> Homer screeches to a halt. He says, "Bart, have you started smoking?" And uh-huh. Bart, of course, denies. And he don't lie to me, boy. Yeah, and um. Homer grabs a box off the pile and he's like, uh-huh, cigarettes, just as I thought. And this was a thing. Yeah. So yeah, he pulls out the cigarettes and he says, you know, they're not mine. My boss said his warehouse was full. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Son, I'm going to teach you a lesson. I'm going to stand here and watch you smoke every one of those cigarettes. This is something that you would hear about in TV. Yeah. But I don't think I ever heard of somebody actually making their kids smoke a whole pack or something. Yeah. And well, making uh, them make, sick. Yeah. Making them throw up basically. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I've heard that happening, but I don't know if it was on TV or real life. I, I think, I really think that that's just like a common urban legend of our, of our generation. Sure. Um, it's something like our parents would tell us to 
you know, like a threat, like washing your mouth out with soap. Yeah. How many people actually, I mean, I know that like it happens sometimes, but mm-hmm. like how many people actually had that happen? Yeah. I, the, the, the amount of threats and the amount of action like are not yeah. equal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So uh, well, I was well controlled with many threats as a child. <laughs> yeah. So Homer is about to make him smoke. Uh-huh. All these cigarettes and a guy comes in and he's like, Hey, fat Tony sent me over to pick up the goods. Yep, got the wise guy voice. Yep. And um Bart's like, Here you go. And then uh Bart with his cigarette hanging out of his mouth, the uh the delivery man or the driver, whoever he is, says, Hey kid, you look good with that cigarette. Kinda sophisticated. Yeah. <laughs> and then Homer's like, Oh sh- oh, he's actually telling the truth. He goes, I'll never doubt you again. Um, and then we cut to the living room and Homer, Lisa, and Bart are watching the news uh-huh. and we learn that the contents of the hijacked truck were 12,000 cartons of Laramie 100. Yep. Um, so, uh, we were at a press conference. Yeah, uh, Chief, Chief Wiggum is delivering this information conference. and, uh, but, uh, he then yields to, uh, Jack Larson, who is from Laramie Tobacco Products, who comes in and assures everyone that uh, there is no shortage. Well, Wiggum says there's no shortage. And then he says, I'm pleased to announce that a new truckload of Laramie's with their smooth, good taste and rich tobacco flavor is already heading towards Springfield. The driver has been instructed to ignore all stop signs and crosswalks. And everyone goes, yay! Yeah, everybody (laughs) celebrates. This, This had a very Parks and Rec feel to me. Um, I know you haven't watched it, but like Sweetums is the candy company that uh-huh. is, is located in the town and it like, they, they, um, they're like kind of nefarious. Oh, really? <laughs> they're yeah. the reason that the, the, the town of Pawnee is fat. Oh. Um, <laughs> so, uh, this reminded me of that. Um, I'm surprised that it made Disney. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I mean like all the cigarettes and talking oh, about how the good cigarettes, cigarettes are. Oh, yeah. I actually am really surprised that they have maintained but if you cut the, if you cut it out the episode is nothing yeah so it's yeah. either it's either keep it in and have a episode or I'm, or just I'm, butcher the episode i'm waiting for the day that they just fucking like start blurring it like <sighs> japanese yeah. style you know yeah so um so uh any anyway so what uh it is said then that uh, fat tony whom we learn is william fat tony williams which is stupid but Apparently, his name also, like, this is not his name throughout the series. Uh-huh. It's always Fat Tony, yeah. but his real name varies. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, you're going to be mad about this, but I have an 18th century fact for you. Oh, God, what? Uh, somebody by the name of William Williams signed the Declaration of Independence. Was he an artist? An artist? There's a there's a pastel artist. I think it's William Williams. Oh, I don't know. I could be wrong. I I, I doubt it. He's pro- I mean, he's a gentleman, so. Okay. Uh I th- where was he from? Delaware, maybe? I'm not sure. Um, Connecticut. Connecticut. Yep. I was way off. <laughs> Connecticut. So, um, so it is put forward on the news that Fat Tony might be involved. And Lisa turns to Bart and says, Bart, is your boss a crook? And he says, I don't think so. Although, it would explain an awful lot. William Joseph Williams is the person I am thinking about. Ah, okay. Carry on. So... Uh, we then cut to the inside of the social club, and Fat Tony and Louie and Legs are walking up and giving Bart a gift. He says, uh, "He says, you know, we want to thank you for holding on to the stuff for us, the cigarettes that are moving around inside the club right now. 
And Bart says, thanks. Uh, hey, or say, are you guys crooks? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. And then Fat Tony says, uh, Bart, is it wrong to steal a loaf of bread to feed your family? Your starving family? No. Um, <laughs> well, suppose you got a large starving family. Is it wrong to steal a truckload of bread to feed them? Uh-uh. Uh, no. Um, and what if your family doesn't like bread? They like cigarettes. I guess that's okay. Mm-hmm. So Fat Tony's basically like justifying his actions Fat, to Bart. Fat Tony, yes. Fat Tony in this instance is playing on Bart's childlike oh, yeah. childhood yeah. childlike innocence. His innocence, yeah. Uh and so we we see here uh what we see here is uh you know in the episode we see Bart both behaving as an adult, like we sometimes do. Yeah. And then when it's convenient He's still very he much is, a kid. Yeah, he's impressionable yeah. and and willing to, and, and will just willingly go he with. Believes, he believes, an adult's telling him, like, essentially what to do. Mm-hmm. So he takes that as at face value. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and so, uh, there we go. Bart. Yeah. So, and then he, we wrap up this sequence where he's like, instead of, uh, if Bart, is it, a, it, your family likes cigarettes. Now, what if instead of giving them away, you sold them at a price that was practically giving them away? Would that be a crime, Bart? And then Bart says, hell no. And then. Enjoy he opens, gift. yeah. He opens his gift, and it's a little baby suit. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Bart says, "Superb, superb." Yeah, yeah. So he, <laughs> we go to the the Simpsons kitchen, and mm-hmm. he's coming into the, coming into the kitchen singing Sinatra. <laughs> yep. Uh, it's witchcraft. The song is is the song called Itch Witchcraft. I think it's just witchcraft. witchcraft. Just witchcraft. Yeah. 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 So, so he he tells Marge. He says, "Give me three fingers of milk, Ma." Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Marge clearly does not approve of this. No. We cut to the interior of the Simpson bedroom, mm-hmm. where Marge is trying to have a conversation with Homer about this. And you know, he says, "She says, I know it's good for him to have a part-time job, but I'm not sure about the people Bart's working for. I think they're criminals." Homer says, "A job's a job." Yeah, and he he basically compares himself to Bart. He's like, "I mean, take me. If my plant pollutes the water and poisons the town, by your logic, that would make me a criminal." Correct, Homer. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Marge goes on and she says you know there's uh bart's been acting very strangely and there's a pizza delivery truck that has been a, a parked across the street for two yes. weeks <laughs> how long does it take to deliver pizza uh-huh so we cut directly to the interior of the truck where two fbi agents uh and one says our cover's blown let's roll and they screech off <laughs> yeah and i guess i guess the house is bugged i guess so if, yeah <laughs> <laughs> i guess so yeah so the the truck pulls off and Homer's like, yeah, see, it's all your imagination. Mm-hmm. And so Marge tells him that she wants him to go down to the club and talk to fat Tony. I mean, she don't know it's fat Tony, but she wants him to go down to the club and talk to the people that are there. Yep. See what kind of people they are. And Homer finally, he wants to go to sleep. So he, he's like, okay, all right. Yep. Uh, so we cut to the next scene. Homer is in the gentleman's club and it turns out that they are playing cards and Homer says, read them and wait, boys, another pair of sixes. Yep. And even though they're all holding those, you know, four and five ace hands, they all, they all fold saying, you win. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was bluffing, et cetera, et cetera. In short, they are definitely buttering him up. Yeah. And then Fat Tony tells him that he's very excited that um, they're going to, he's going to let Bart continue to work for him mm-hmm. and then he offers up lisa he says you know if i if you need a hatchet girl i've got a daughter and then um fat tony tells him that he's a hell of a father yep 
Cutting back to the Simpsons kitchen, you know, she asks Homer, what Marge does, what mm-hmm. did you find out? Well, he says, the only thing going on down there is a lot of male bonding. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> then, yes. and then we cut to the playground at Springfield Elementary. Um, Bart's kind of standing off to the side and it's... Uh, he's in his suit. He's in his little suit with yep. his little white shoes. He um, is watching Richard Lewis and Milhouse um go return to a classic i am a wiener graffiti he tells them to put more stink lines (laughs) yes (laughs) more stink lines on the graffiti and then um uh skinner comes up yep uh so what happens here is you know bard is obviously supervising these these kids as they are uh, defacing school property mm-hmm. but what he what he tries to do here is bribe skinner by handing him some folded bills mm-hmm. and he says you didn't see nothing now beat it and gives him that little pat on the cheek that they do yeah. you know yeah from time to time um but this is a big problem because skinner doesn't play this game no um so then we cut back to the club uh-huh and uh Oh, boy. Um, what, what has happened sorry. here is that Fat Tony has very clearly invited the gangsters from The Godfather uh-huh. to come, uh, Marlon Brando included, uh, to come right. and taste these Manhattans that uh, Bart has made for them. Yeah. So the wiki says that a lot of these plot lines are taken from Goodfellas. I have never seen Goodfellas. So. I have seen Goodfellas. Okay. Well, I guess, you know. We didn't watch, well, I guess we didn't watch it together. No. I think you were sleeping. Probably. <laughs> uh, yeah, I actually watched it fairly recently, having never seen it before. Oh, okay. Uh, it just popped up on the old On the old on the Netflix? Netflix server. Okay. Anyway. So, yeah, these these outside gangsters have come to, to drink Bart's Manhattan. Yes. And they discover that Bart is not there. Yeah, so uh, presumably Bart is in trouble because he's not at work on time. Yeah, and, and they, uh, excuse me, the uh, one of the gangsters says, "Hey, you know, you invited us here with the promise of the finest Manhattans in all of Springfield. Now you say your bartender isn't here." Uh, Fat Tony replies, "I don't know what happened. He's never late." Louie, make up some Manhattans. And then Louie says, but I only know how to make white wine spritzers. (laughs) Uh, That would get get Ned Flanders fucked up. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'll have a white wine spritzer. Okay. Um, That's that's many seasons away. Uh, But but he gets up and he tries to make a Manhattan. He puts it down in front of the Don. And the Don delivers a, a classic, a classic Simpsons line. What have I done to deserve this flat, flavorless Manhattan? Uh huh. And <laughs> our friend says that a lot. Oh. <laughs> so, okay. Our friend who orders Manhattans, by the way. <laughs> At questionable bars. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, um, uh, it turns out that Louis can. It's true. Louis makes white wine spritzers, and that's what he makes, not Manhattans. And the Don is insulted. Come on, boys. He gets up and walks over to Fat Tony and gives him dun, dun, dun. the kiss of death. Yeah. Yep. It looks like he kisses him right on the lips, too. Oh, I on it, I missed this part somehow. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so uh, then we cut back to the school, and uh, Bart is... No, we're not at the school. Oh, Bart's wait. coming into the club. Oh, I'm sorry. They leave. Bart enters. Bart comes into the club, and he... Um, He's mumbling to himself, lousy Skinner. Uh-huh. Fat Tony's like, you're late for work. 
And Bart's like, yeah, of course I'm late for work. How can I be on time when Principal Skinner keeps me after school? Yeah. So the gangsters say, oh, this guy's causing you trouble. Mm -hmm. And uh, he is. Yeah. Well, then perhaps we should go and meet with and meet and greet this individual. Mm -hmm. So they they he said, come on, boys. So they head down to the school. Yep. Now we cut into Skinner's office. Skinner is apparently sitting in the dark. Uh (laughs) I guess so. He's at school very late. And his uh, his secretary's still there though. Yep, pops in and says, uh, "Some large men to see you, sir." <laughs> yeah, I don't have any appointment with any large. I don't have an appointment with any large men. And then here come the uh, here come Fat Tony and his goons. Yep, Louie and Legs are there with yep. him. Yep, and he's he. They ask, "Are you Skinner?" And he says, uh-huh. "Yes, I'm Principal Skinner." And um. Skinner says, how may I ask, did you get past the hall monitors? Yeah. So I guess it's not that late. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe it's winter time. He just has the um, shades drawn or something. Uh-huh. Then we cut back to Mrs. Krabappel's classroom. I guess this is during the school day. Uh, Bart, this is tomorrow. This is the next day. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, and Bart is sitting in class and he's drawing a very... Uh, yeah, this will get alarming. you sent, sent to the guidance counselor <laughs> yes. really quick. Uh, Skinner is, in this picture is being hanged, and he has a knife in his back. <laughs> yeah, so Miss Krabappel comes in, and she says, children, I don't know how to break this to you, but Principal Skinner is missing. Yeah, we're seeing a, we're seeing a little... Uh, from Mrs. K, we're seeing some affection for Skinner in this episode. But yeah, she's upset. He's missing. Uh, but like later, she really is upset. Oh. And... So, any, <laughs> why do you look at me like that? I don't know. I might have missed that part. <laughs> what were you doing while we were watching this episode? Um, writing down stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Anyway, so when she says that, everybody cheers. <laughs> yes. And, but except for Bart. Except for Bart, who realizes that, you know, oh, we may have, may have made a mistake here. Mm-hmm. So, yep. uh, we then cut to a. Uh, the police looking for Skinner. Yeah, they're, they're like dredging, dredging the lake. Yep, and they pull up a scuba diver. Eh. Yeah, <laughs> and um, somebody goes, I thought I found him, but it was only Cat. So Yeah, that was uh, Willie. Yep. Okay. Uh, and then... Um, There's a press conference. This, oh, yeah, press uh, conference. You know, what, you know... He says, please, I can, Wiggum says, please, I can assure you that we'll be using the most advanced scientific techniques in the field of, uh, uh, he's searching for words, body finding. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're seeing, we're seeing here Wiggum being incompetent. Uh-huh. Uh, which we have not seen a lot of. Not really, no. Yeah, Wiggum, Wiggum has developed this incompetence a little bit. Uh-huh. And so uh, we're starting to see more, more of the actual Wiggum that we know and love <laughs> right i like Wigo, or i i like Wigo. but um yeah. he still has his black hair here too so I, that's something we didn't note yeah so and then the police have called in a psychic yes <laughs> and it's like uh princess opal is her name do you remember when this was a thing when people when police would yeah. actually call in psychics robert i listened to enough true time oh yeah i guess so okay <laughs> yes. yeah so yeah it was definitely a thing um but i remember as a kid like being like, being like, oh, good. They called in a psychic. They'll find them. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I bought that, but poor impressionable Robert uh, always chooses psychics. Yep. <laughs> so uh, Princess 
Opal is looking at a picture of Skinner, but he says, I see wedding bells for Vanna White and Teddy Kennedy. Oh. <laughs> and then um, I think it's Skinner that says, or not Skinner, I'm sorry, uh, Wiggum that says, please, uh-huh. Princess Opal, if you could just focus on Principal Skinner. Yeah. Her response is, I am, but I am only a, or merely a conduit for the spirits. <laughs> yep. And then. Um, Which is weird because she doesn't appear to be con- being a conduit at all. She appears no. to be appearing. Uh, you know she's in... predicting the future yeah. she's, it's not a spirit uh so willie nelson will astound his fans by swimming the english channel <laughs> uh, that would be impressive then and it would certainly be impressive now <laughs> yeah so then how old is willie nelson he's oh he's up there he's ancient now but i mean like i feel like he was old in the 90s well he was born in 1933 so he's 89 <laughs> right now. Wow. So he was in his 60s. Yeah. Um, around I this mean, time. I, Late 50s, early 60s. Let this be a lesson, kid. Smoke plenty of pot. Yeah. And you'll no live kidding. forever. <laughs> so anyways, uh, we cut to a little memorial here. I'm sorry. They have installed a memorial plaque. On right. the fire hose. And this is when we see Mrs. K really She's start to... She's very upset. Yes. Willie she... smacks her, tells her to get a hold of herself. Uh-huh. And uh, then we are on the playground. Yep. The kids are out. Uh, it's Nelson, let's see, Milhouse. Nelson, Milhouse, Richard, Richard and, and Lewis, and Bart. And Lewis is on the ground. He's got leaves over his face. He says, look at me. I'm Skinner's body. Yeah, and they're like, that's not funny. <laughs> And then they're they're going around. Uh, they're talking about all the rumors they've heard about what's actually happened yeah, to him. Yeah, Jimmy Hoffa esque rumors here. Yeah, yeah. So, I heard he's buried under the, his parking spot. Yeah, I heard he was ground to hamburger and served to us at lunch. Uh, we'll save that for a Treehouse of Horror, everybody. Yeah, uh, uh, the wiki references that. Uh huh. And then I heard Bart had Skinner killed by gangsters, <laughs> and and Bart of course is like, "That's not true. That's just a rumor. Uh, You're engaging in speculation." <laughs> wow. Yes, they yeah. are, Bart. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I know the law. You can't prove anything. Yeah. So then we cut to Bart's bedroom. It's nighttime. He's sleeping and we get a dream sequence. Yeah. And he, Bart keeps being chased by like the corpse of Skinner. Yeah. Zombie Skinner is here. Mm -hmm. You killed me, Bart. Uh, You killed me, Bart. Oh, there he is hanging in the closet. Yeah. And then we cut to him in in jail and Reverend Lovejoy comes in Uh and he's He's like, Reverend Lovejoy, you've come to comfort me. And he goes, yes, Bart. And he just sits down and he pats him on the shoulder and goes, there, 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 there. That's it. <laughs> it yep. Yep. That, seem, that seems to track for Reverend Lovejoy. Yeah. Uh, then we cut to outside of the prison, which is the death house in the dream. Uh-huh. And there's a crowd that is like, you know, kill Bart, kill the boy. Uh-huh. Uh, all that kind of stuff. And um, Homer's there. And he even has a sign that says, kill my boy. Yep. Now... Did this remind you of anything? <laughs> kill Bart, kill Bart, kill Bart, kill Bart, kill Bart, kill Bart. That's what it reminded me of. Okay. It reminded me of the Ted Bundy execution. Because oh, oh. there were, <laughs> I mean, we watched that documentary together, didn't we? I think we watched The a, Ted Bundy tapes. Yeah, I think we, yeah. oh yeah, 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 we did. Yes. Yeah, so like when he was executed in Florida, I believe, uh, there was just pandemonium outside. There were people who wanted his execution to be like canceled stayed i guess yeah, is yeah. the technical term and then there were people like fry teddy fry and like that kind of stuff 
Wow. Which is really gross. <laughs> yeah. That's... It's really terrible. But yeah. it was in 1989. So what are you going to do? Yeah. Vengeance ran wild. <laughs> but yeah. But like what, I, what I'm saying is like it happened just a couple years before this episode aired. I see. So yeah. yeah well, there you go. Yep. Um, uh, is, um, did the wiki say anything about that being a direct reference to that? Or no, anything? but it just reminded me of it. Okay. Well, maybe it is. I mean, that's pretty I close. Can, I can add it to the wiki. That's right. We keep saying we're going to add something. We have the power. And then we don't. <laughs> no. So, anyways, Bart wakes up screaming, and he runs down, uh, and presumably runs from his bed all the way to the social club. Uh huh. And he busts in. Tony's like, "Oh, you're eight hours early for work." And uh-huh. um, Bart goes right in. He goes, "Did you kill my principal?" Mm-hmm. And Tony asks, he's like, uh, was it a Chinese guy with a mustache? And he's like, no, my principal, that Skinner guy. Or, or sorry, Tony says, that Skinner guy, question mark. And he, they tell him no. no. Yeah, we, no, did, we, we didn't, didn't kill, kill him. him. But we don't get any further explanation here because Wiggum busts in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, They are arresting all of them. Yes. Um, for the murder of Seymour Skinner. Uh-huh. So. Which seems odd. There's no body. Yeah. There's no, like, weapon. I, I don't know who uh, signed this arrest warrant. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it was questionable. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> it, it, it has to be Judge Snyder. You could at least, yeah, I know. <laughs> you could at least just take them in for questioning, I guess. Yeah, but that's right. Anyway. You know, let them lawyer up or something like that. This is like a... Um, uh, making a murderer situation. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I know. What was that? That was, was that like 2020. Making a murder was like 2016. Was it? We haven't watched the second season, which I think might have been around 2020. There's a second season? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Time is meaningless to it me, is. y'all. I don't know anything. Uh so anyway, there um Bart actually now is in prison. And yeah. he's sitting next to Sideshow Bob, who is buff. Yeah, Sideshow. Look at those arms. And and it's very clearly Sideshow Bob, but he doesn't say anything. Yeah, he, he doesn't say anything, and Bart does not appear to recognize him. No. The wiki's like, Sideshow Bob is probably wondering why Bart's in jail for murder when he, <laughs> like, he got Sideshow Bob framed or whatever. Yeah, I, that's I, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyway. That's season one. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. so that's definitely happened. Um, yeah, and... But they don't seem to recognize each other. Sideshow Bob is just doing his curls, yep. his bicep curls. And so Homer and Marge are there. They're like, why couldn't you have gotten a paper out like other boys? Uh-huh. And um, Homer threatens Bart. Wait till you get home, boy. Yeah. And then he goes, what that's, what's that guy doing here? And then Lionel Hutz comes in. Yep. And he's like, Lionel Hutz, court-appointed attorney. I'll be defending you on the charge of... Checks notes. Uh-huh. Murder one. <laughs> wow. Even yeah. if I lose, I'll be famous. Yeah. So... uh. Lionel Hutz is jazzed. Uh-huh. And then um, we cut to the power plant. Yes. Cut, uh, cut straight into Burns' office here. Uh, and it's noted that the Simpson boy, this is Smithers, is looking at 180 years. And Mr. Burns says exactly what's on my mind in this moment. Thank God we live in a country so hysterical over crime that a 10-year-old boy can be tried as an adult. Yep. Yeah. No yep. kidding. Um, so then we cut to the courtroom, uh-huh. blue haired lawyers there. He must be the only lawyer in Springfield aside from Lionel Hutz. That's right. And <laughs> we have, it's sort of like the two Denny's, right? There's yeah. the good one and then there's the not yeah. good one. <laughs> oh, that's a lie though. Cause there is another lawyer in the room, but, um, Oh yeah. That's, that's, that's there's the uh, Southern lawyer. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, 
uh, Th- Tony's, on the, Tony's on. on the stand. Fat Tony's on the stand. He's saying he didn't order that Skinner would get killed. Uh-huh. Um, and then the lawyer asks him, aren't you the head of the gang? He says, no, I just stopped by the club occasionally to read the complimentary newspaper. Yeah. So then the blue haired lawyer says, who is the kingpin? And fat Tony fingers Bart. Yep. He, um, Bart is the fall guy here. Yep. And Bart's like, Hey, and then Tony's like praying. He's like, forgive me, Don Bartholomew. Uh huh. Um, so he says that they tried to stop the kid, but he wouldn't quit. He uh, that's uh, yeah. We cut to the testimony of Louis and Legs here. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, uh, and he wouldn't quit. He, it was like he went crazy. Prostitution, loan sharking, numbers. Yeah, the kids sh- like to wet his beak in everything. Yeah, so they're showing like this poster. It looks like a family treat, but Bart's at the head. Uh huh. Meaning that he is the the guy that's running this mob. The Don. Yeah. Yeah. The Don. <laughs> I didn't want to say that because I didn't want to get it wrong. But oh okay. Anyway. <laughs> He's oh, Don Bartholomew. That makes sense. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Sorry, took me a minute. <laughs> so, uh, then we cut into Homer's testimony, mm-hmm. and <laughs> he gets a softball question from Lionel Hutz, which should have gone in Bart's favor. Yeah. Mr. Simpson, you've been the boy... Go on. Go, no, go uh, on. Mr. Simpson, you've been the boy's father for 10 years. Do you really think he could be the leader of a murderous criminal syndicate? Yeah, and then Homer's like, no, nah, not the leader. And then... <laughs> he just cracks. Absolutely yeah, breaks. Yeah, and... Uh, Homer is a hostile witness, yes, essentially. Yes, I mean, oh, it's true, it's true. All the pieces fit. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, cue audience murmuring, and... Um, T- time for the verdict. Yeah. Now, uh, Judge Schneider, and now in light of damning te- the damning testimony from your fellow gangsters, your father, your teachers, the seemingly endless parade of emotionally shattered babysitters, which tracks with some enchanted evening. Yep. This court but has was, no. But ch- was the babysitter bandit there? Because she is on the run, if you remember. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but uh, this court has no choice but to, and then. We get our deus ex machina. Yep. Here it is. Uh, Skinner pops, busts in the door. Not pops in the door. He really kicks in the door. Yep. Stop. Everyone sees him, and uh, he delivers his story. I suppose you're all wondering where I've been. It all started a week ago. I was at my desk revising and updating the school dress codes when I was suddenly confronted by a gang of toughs acting on behalf of one Bart Simpson, or so they said. Uh, and... What we see actually happen between them is that they went in and they are actually asking him politely mm-hmm. if he would lay off of Bart. Uh-huh. And Skinner is the tough cookie here. He kicks them out of the office. Yep. He tells them to leave. Now I have a question for you. Uh-huh. Do you think before Skinner entered the courtroom, he was standing there with his hands on the door? <laughs> you know what? I bet he was. I bet he was wa- having a moment. He why he busted in the exact perfect time. He was waiting for the cue. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way. He, he was, was standing saying, there, hands on the door, eyes closed, just ready. <laughs> Thank you for the callback. Yes. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> and we're about to get to that callback I made mention of earlier. Oh, okay. So Skinner says to get my mind off that ugly confrontation i went home and began build, bundling my old newspapers but suddenly the pile fell yeah this so is, there's like a big pile of newspapers like uh-huh. floor to ceiling i guess in his basement yep and he uh gets trapped by he's, said newspapers stuck under the pile of newspapers he says i was trapped let this be a lesson to recycle frequently for the next week i stayed alive by eating my mother's delicious preserves and maintained my sanity here it is by dribbling a nearby basketball with my one free hand 
I made a game of it, seeing how many times I could bounce the ball in a day and then trying to break that record. Yeah, I definitely uh, missed that. Yep, the same, <laughs> the same thing that he suggested Bart do to make the game out of licking the envelopes. Yes, yes. And uh, anyways, so... Uh, he, he, uh, occasionally, police would come to search his home. Yeah. And we cut to the scene of uh, Wiggum, Lou, and... No. Eddie. Fuck. Lou and Eddie? Is yeah. that right? Eddie okay. and Lou, yeah. Okay. Yep. I was thinking of Lewis earlier, and I got confused. Oh, I see. Uh, so he's like, did you find any of these time boys? And they're like, nope, no sign of him, chief. And Princess Opal is there. Uh-huh. And she says, I see nothing here, but I'm afraid it's Splitsville for Delta Burke and Major Dad. Whoa. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and apparently Delta Burke is still married to the guy that played Major Dad. Uh-huh. Um, uh-oh. Oh. Oh, that's... Oh. We, our, our, uh, we have a neighbor here. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Hi. <laughs> is that a cake? Is that a rum cake? Y'all, our neighbor makes an amazing rum cake. Oh, here goes Knox. You're going to hear him. <laughs> there he goes. <laughs> so anyways, yes. Um, uh, uh, Skinner is telling his story here. And... Uh, and it turns out, he says, uh, he realizes that they're not going to save him. He actually says, I tried to call for help. And he screams loudly, but they don't hear him or ignore him and just walk out. So he says, you know, I realize if, if I was ever going to get out of there, I would have to do it myself. I formed a crude rocket uh, from a discarded cigar tube. And remembering an experiment from my days as a science teacher, I concocted a fuel from baking soda and the juice of discarded lemon wedges. Is that rum cake? I think so. Oh, boy. I know. I'm so excited. It's so fucking good. <laughs> oh, I just got a text from Marsha. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, neighbor. Our neighbor. <laughs> uh, anyways, so... That being said, uh, he concocts this rocket, he attaches the vacuum uh, cord to it, shoots it up to a cross beam, and he presses the, uh, presses the cord retractor button from, uh, on the vacuum itself, and it pulls him to safety. And that's my courageous story. Yeah, and everybody cheers. Yay. <laughs> yeah, and so then this, the other lawyer that's in the room, yep. um, he says, Your Honor... The prosecution moves that Principal Skinner's testimony... Oh, fuck. Be Sorry. stricken from the record. Uh, <laughs> which is such, Navigation just, on Frankiac is not um, it, very friendly. It leaves something to be desired, yes, for sure. Yes, it does. Anyways, uh, Judge Schneider, thankfully, has the sense to say, denied, case dismissed. And <laughs> uh, Lionel Hutz comes up and says, Your Honor, do I still get paid? Yeah. <laughs> so... Then we cut to the exterior of the court as Bart's walking out. Fat Tony walks up to Bart and says, I hope there are no hard feelings. Bart tells him to get bent. Mm -hmm. And he says, uh, look, I, I know we let you down, but me and the boys, we still think you got a big future in racketeering and extortion. And Bart responds with a very 80s, early 90s response. He says, sorry, Fat Tony. I used to think your gang was cool, but now I learned that crime doesn't pay. Fat Tony, uh, defeated, and this will happen a couple of times, I think, in the series. He'll, he's defeated. He'll say, yeah, you're right. And <laughs> then he goes and get, immediately gets into his limousine uh, with, a, with a sexy lady inside yeah. and is handed a drink as he gets in. Yeah. And the limousine drives off, and at the bottom of the screen, you then see two other limousines, presumably Louis and Legs' limousines, uh -huh. following behind. <laughs> so essentially saying... Crime does pay. Crime does pay, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, but I feel like, I don't know, I feel like Tony's, 
He's sinister, but he's uh-huh. got a soft side, which is good. He definitely does. Yeah. Uh, Fat Tony definitely has... I. This uh, is the first time I think I've ever seen an episode with Fat Tony that he's been um, uh, like an actual integral plot. Oh, really? Yeah. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fat Fat Tony is a is is an interesting character, and he is a he's a dynamic character. He's useful uh, because of his shtick, which is the mob, right? But he also uh, he also very clearly has his own likes and dislikes, and he also, like you said, he has a soft spot for certain things and mm-hmm. certain people. And it's you know, he gets hurt. Like Fat Tony gets hurt from time to time, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it just makes for a more interesting character. Yeah, you know, he's he's not one dimensional. He's not like say. I don't know, Mole Man, right? Who has his thing, his one thing. His thing thing is being very old and weak. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So, anyways. So, uh, they drive off in their limousines, and we cut to the interior of the Simpsons household. In Mm -hmm. the living room, they're watching Blood on the Blackboard, the Bart Simpson story, starring Richard Chamberlain and Joe Montaigne and Jane Seymour and... Doogie Hauser, Neil Patrick Harris as, as Bart, Bart Simpson. Simpson. Talk about your 90s cast. Holy shit. Yeah. But Joe Montaigne is the voice of Fat Tony. Oh, is he? I, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which, that's a very fun meta reference. Um, you know, when I was little, I thought Joe Montaigne was someone just mispronouncing Joe Montana. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. I definitely did. I could see that for sure. I mean, that... Yeah, being a little kid, like uh-huh. conflating the two, that makes total sense. Yes. <laughs> yep. So, um, so anyway, uh, they are watching what turns out to be just like a super highly dramatized v- fake version of it's what- the Lifetime movie of definitely, this. definitely, and and it is actually Neil Patrick Harris voicing good Bart. I'm so in glad. The, yeah. So uh, Neil Patrick Harris, who like I didn't know. Before, like when when How I Met Your Mother was on TV, I had no idea that he was like he already very total- famous. Yeah, he looks totally different as an uh-huh. adult, I think. But I remember Doogie Hauser when it was on, but I, 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 I didn't like sit I, down and watch it. Yeah, I, I was aware of a show called Doogie Hauser, but I could not have told you. I don't think I've ever seen an episode of it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Anyways, so anyways, a super highly dramatized version, and it, you know, Doogie Howser shoots Principal Skinner in it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So and uh, Homer says, "When do we get the check for this?" And Marge replies, "Well, they said they changed it just enough so they don't have to pay us." Mm-hmm. And Homer delivers a great ending joke. Yep. He says, "You know who the real crooks are? Those sleazy Hollywood producers." Immediately flashes on the screen. The producer executive credits. producers. Yes. <laughs> so another meta yes. reference, which Very is much so. is good. Yeah. And, and a good ending to what was a good episode. Yes, I agree. So uh, we've already uh, blown our wad to use your <laughs> phrasing on uh, whether or not we like the episode. So, but tell me, uh, tell me your thoughts. What do you think? I thought it was good. I really liked. I really liked the relationship between Fat Tony and Bart uh-huh. because I don't know, just like in every other gangster movie or mom movie, you're like, it, like you're scared for mm-hmm. him, but no, Fat Tony really liked Bart. Yeah, and you know he like cared enough about him to like go, essentially, th- kind of threaten it Skinner. Yeah, and it and it the thing about Fat Tony too is that he. His all of his relationships are tenuous, right, and and temporary. Like 
his mood dictates how he is going to interact with any of the characters in any moment because mm-hmm. he can be very sweet to Bart, giving mm-hmm. him gifts and all this. But we or also, then he can turn on him on it, the stand. Exactly, immediately yeah. turned on him, and also uh, Fat Tony's relationship to people very much tends to be a "What are you doing for me now?" or "What have you done for me lately?" kind of situation. Yeah, um, I was gonna say something. According to the wiki, Johnny Tightlips is in this episode, but I, he must have just been a um, a background. He must have been. I didn't. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he, he clearly didn't. Uh, pun intended. Speak. <laughs> yeah, That's not really a pun, I, but <laughs> I was gonna, shoot. I was going to say something else that I thought about, but I don't remember what it was. Uh huh. Hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um at any rate, I really like this episode. Um I uh I thought that the jokes in it landed very well. There's a lot of mm-hmm. there's some good sight gags in it. Uh I of course love the introduction of Fat Tony. I like Fat Tony a lot. And I like Louie and Legs a lot. I like their dynamic. I like how they play on they play on like the American archetypes of like the boss mm-hmm. who is not very smart and then the sidekicks one of whom like who are smarter than the boss generally speaking yeah. and know more about it uh, uh what's going on i mean know more yeah. about what's going on um and so i i appreciate that element of their of their characters and um yeah i just really liked this episode i thought it was funny yeah it was it was good and two i think We've seen it before, but I feel like it was just further solidified the like relationship between Skinner and Bart uh-huh. and how they play off of each other for sure. And like in this episode, they're not really adversaries, but you still see like the their little relationship building. Yeah, and it makes you kind of wonder, like, it, well, it makes me wonder, like, what Skinner's relationship is if there is one really with the other students. Like, what is Richard? What is Richard or Lewis's relationship to Principal Skinner? Uh, it, well, all of their interactions with him are through Bart, or at uh-huh. least Bart is there when, you know, the, the, he comes up to them on the playground, right. which I feel like is the only time we see them interact. Right. Uh, Skinner and Richard and Lewis, I mean, so. Yeah, and that's, and that's, that's what I mean. Like, Bart is the one who's taken all the heat for this. Right. So I wonder, like... If are there other troublemakers in the school? And there's I mean, obviously there's, there are. There's Nelson, yeah, Jimbo, Dolph, and Kearney. Yeah. Um, and we we get a sense of their relationship, mm-hmm. but all of those relationships are adversarial. Like yeah, Martin uh has a relationship with Skinner. Yeah. Uh, but we see more of Martin with like Mrs. K. Hmm. Yeah, and I mean his relationship with Skinner too, at least so far as we've seen, uh-huh. was when Bart was training Martin to be a cool kid. That's true, yes. And so, it was more, I suppose, one could draw the line to it being, at that point, a, a more adversarial. Well, and I guess, too, he was also talking about the wiener graffiti. <laughs> That's also <laughs> true. Early yes, on. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that was fun. I really liked this episode. And I <laughs> am looking forward to next week, which is... Homer Defined. Yes. Uh, from the title, I don't know... I don't know this. What that, Obviously, I don't know this one. Uh, what that one's about? Oh, I know it. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. Anyway, so that'll be uh, that's gonna be 
uh, that's going to be lots of fun. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and uh, hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to this to. We sure would appreciate that. And if you if you would be so kind, we'd love for you to leave us a review. You can leave the rating, the highest rating, on said platform. Also, make sure you're following us on our social media. That is Escalator to Nowhere Pod on Facebook and on Instagram, and also on Twitter at Esk2NowherePod. If you'd like to send us an email, we'd love to hear from you. Go ahead and drop that, drop us a line at EscalatorToNowherePod at gmail.com. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Super. So we are going to continue our way through the series, y'all. And next week we'll be at Homer Define. And uh, thank you so much for listening. We have a lot of fun doing this. This is our Sunday morning. This is what we do. This is our church. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have referred to the big book as the Bible before. so <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Did y'all know that Caitlin's a soprano? I am. <laughs> she is. <laughs> so anyways, thank you so much for joining us. We'll look forward to next week. And until then, I'm Robert. I'm Caitlin. I'm a seasoned Simpsons fan. And I am learning. And before we join you next week, don't you worry. I'll be sitting here with my hands on the table, eyes closed, sitting in silence, finding my moment mm. before. But until then. Smell you later. Bye. Bye.